Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is October 1st, 2021. We've got WWE SmackDown, WWE Draft, AEW Rampage coverage for you here on Fightful. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, and make sure you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. There is no better time to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com than the first day of the month, and we had a loaded first day of the month. If you like shows, I had Figure Hall today, and I had my Q&A podcast today, over a half an hour of answering questions. If you like news, we got that too. We got news on the WWE draft, what wrestlers did, didn't know, and it wasn't much. <laughs> that they knew going into this. And we had a story about the WWE-USA relationship. I'm talking about USA's feelings on things like Raw Underground and turning the lights out on the third hour and viewership, uh, what they're happy with, what they're not happy with, uh, some high-level meetings, FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way to support us. And I got some Bray Wyatt news coming on Saturday. But I've got Kate Hensler here. Hello. Welcome back, Kate. Oh my goodness. I missed you guys so much. Oh. I'm seeing all the comments. Thank you guys so much. Hey, even the even the comment <laughs> from our first super chatter, Ryan Sullivan, who says, I must say, I respect Catherine for getting COVID and not giving it to anyone else. Wow. Team player. I don't know who Catherine is because I'm Kate and only Kate. But yeah, I'm so... I've been out with COVID for those of you who didn't know. For everybody who did know and sent well wishes, thank you so, so much. Thank you to Alex for everything he did on Tuesday. Thank you to my Mark Order uh, podcast co-hosts, one of whom wore a blonde wig, Ryan, who just super chatted us, and just everybody um, with the tweets and not even just like get well soon. People being like, Stanton hit another dinger or like, let me buy you tacos. And... From the Fightful team, my goodness, the amount of people that sent messages, Jeremy offering to like send me stuff, like everybody here has been just so great. I've only been here for like he's six He's great. He, he tries to send people crack. It's amazing. 
It's amazing. Well, that's how you offered to pay me once. So it's all good. That's true. But um, thank Joey you. Joey Bag of Donuts saying, by God, Kate is back. People complimenting, <laughs> saying that you look good, saying that you look better than mama's homemade cooking after COVID. <laughs> Somebody says, I remind them of secret Jesus. I don't know what that means, but Kate, how, how are you feeling right now? Um, today was the first day that I felt like I could do anything. Thank you for the compliments, by the way. I am in my dad's sweatshirt and a full face of makeup, so we're good to go. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really rough week. I just couldn't speak literally at all Tuesday and Wednesday. And then about halfway through yesterday, uh, my fever broke and I knew it broke because all of a sudden I was like, my apartment is very cold. It turns out I had no idea. So um, and my voice started to come back. And today I actually had some energy. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting tested and negative, but still quarantining until then. I was still, I'm vaccinated. Thank goodness this moved much faster than the first time I had it because of that and was as crappy as it is, way less severe and scary than the first time around when I had it. So um, very thankful for science and yeah. uh, all of the breakthroughs that they're still having um, with with resolutions for this and, and very thankful that I'm okay. So just continue to be smart out there because it's still very much alive. Nobody at Arthur Ashe I was with had it. Nobody at Emo Night I was with had it. I'm very, very thankful for that. So that means I probably got it on New Jersey Transit, which I think oh, you can boy. pick up like any disease under Jersey transit. So I'm not totally surprised, but um, I'm very, very glad to be back. I really missed doing this. I missed talking about wrestling and watching wrestling and hanging out with all you guys. So I'm happy to be back. <clears throat> Andrew says Kate returned from an undisclosed injury. <laughs> <laughs> Fully disclosed, but thank you for respecting my privacy while I was out. <laughs> Matt Raikiel says work 15 hours. So I'm here for SRS and my bestie heel Kate Hensler. After oh, last heel. night, watching the Bengals. Where you at, Denise? Denise is in the bin where she belongs. Wow. Is where she is. But we're here to talk about AEW Rampage, SmackDown. Tonight, I'm kicking it off with SmackDown because there was a lot of stuff that happened. A lot of draft stuff that happened. Guys, get in your Super Chats. That supports us. It uh, let, let, you, let us know what you want us to spend more time talking about. Helps guide our show. We greatly appreciate it. But We've got another show for you guys to help guide on Saturday. Uh, we've got the Grapsity podcast, the first edition launching on Fightful. We've got William Washington, uh, Righteous Reg, and uh, Philip Lindsay joining you noon Eastern. Make sure you guys tune in. Some of the topics that are going to be covered, Leo Rush, Mark Henry, Arn Anderson with the Glock. Yeah. Yeah, representation wrestling media. You guys are going to love these guys. You all, if you've watched The Distraction, don't know why you would. You've <laughs> seen all of them this week doing the mock draft, but uh, check it out. Um, I would also just like to put you over for getting them to be a part of Fightful because one thing that I'm very appreciative of as a woman is you always expanding points of view on Fightful. Um, that's really important to you and it's really important to me. So as, as a team member here, I just want to let you know that I appreciate it. And I think you guys are going to appreciate it too. So definitely tune in and check that out. All due respect to middle-aged white guys. I am one. I don't <laughs> want this to be the middle-aged white guy wrestling network. It's like I want to have a lot of different people, um, sharing their views. And as a result, we have cultivated a, a more diverse audience, gender, uh, race, age, all that. And I think we've cultivated a, a nicer, more educated audience as a result. 
most people here know that you can't be a dumpster fire of a person if you're in our chat. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to shut the fuck up or else you're going to get called a dumpster fire of a person. And that keeps people coming back. And we're very, very happy about that. Uh, we're also happy about all the interviews we dropped this week. We got EC3 and JC today, who is the producer of Free the Narrative, talking Braun Strowman, Adam Scher, uh, Buddy Murphy, uh, Weston Blake, a lot of stuff like that ahead of Free the Narrative this weekend. I dropped one with Alicia Atute and Selena De La Renta earlier this week, as well as Alex Shelley. I hope you guys enjoy those. Check them out. But while you're here, donate a super chat. We're talking SmackDown. We're going to get to the draft stuff. Don't worry. But we kick off with the Roman Reigns promo. And I love that they showed the video they were throwing to during his long ass entrance, Kate. Yes. My God. It was real, real long. <laughs> um, yes, it was. So I'm I'm still just loving everything that's going on with the storyline. I am glad that uh, it does seem like we're going to have this match pretty soon, though, because I am getting a little fatigued on it. Like, yeah. it is a little repetitive. That being said, I would much rather see something over and over again that is entertaining that I like than things that are mm -hmm. uh, redundant and boring. Um, but I am I'm ready for the thing to happen now. Like I, I'm I'm at that point. Part of it is I think because this kicks off the show so often, like we see it a lot, and it's going in the same order. So uh, I am entertained by it. Ready for the next step? Yeah. Well, Roman Reigns is out there, and <laughs> the reason he's out there, he is the number one overall draft pick. We're going to get to a full rundown of the draft picks in a bit. But Brock Lesnar shows up, and Brock Lesnar's in his lumberjack gear with his with his little gimmick up top, and he looks awesome. If this is the, the whole reason that 2K22 is delayed, I'm okay with it. Get that look <laughs> in the game. I'm all, I'm all for it. And Brock is just chucking Usos on their heads, just just head dumping people. This this is pretty effective, I would say. Uh yeah. I mean, I, first of all, I don't know what WWE paid for Brock, but they are getting a lot of appearances out of him. So I think that boy must be getting paid because he showed up to do something like this. Um, but this is good, and I. Where it went later in the show, which we can get to when if you want to go there now, we can do that. Um, but I, I like where this went with the Usos later as well. Like this tied back really nicely. So I'm excited about um the way that this ended up developing and that it made the draft feel like a relevant storyline instead of just the other way around. Like it wasn't the draft determining other things. It was like the stories folding into the draft a little bit too for the week that we have it. So I dug that. So we're going to tie this into all the segments throughout the show because Brock Lesnar pops up later when Jeff Hardy gets drafted to SmackDown and just cuts into his interview. And Jeff's like, I remember 2002 and I don't want to do that again. Not at all. And he just hits the bricks and Brock who people claim can't cut a promo talks for himself. Just fine. If you ever watch his UFC run, yeah, he can talk just fine. It's not that they were afraid that he couldn't talk. Brock just came back one day and he's like, go get Heyman. And they did. <laughs> and that was that was just it. And Brock's like, oh, by the way, thanks to my good friend, Paul Heyman, I'm a free agent and I can do what I want. You know what? I'm a stickler for the brand split. When you, when you 
set up these things and, and make your own rules, follow your own rules. Well, they're setting their own rule here. They're giving him an excuse. He had somebody who was good enough to negotiate that in for him. And I thought that was great. I thought Brock did great on the promo. Yeah. So there's been a few things that I really liked from Brock. I'm with you on the brand split, by the way. It's why I complain about the rankings in AEW so often. Don't go out of your way to create a device and then not follow yes. by the rules. Like you, you went out of your way to do this thing. So follow that thing. Not that hard. Right. So yeah. um, I'm really liking this from Brock. We haven't seen him as a face in like what, uh, over a decade right at yeah. least i mean and it's fresh like it feels like a very different brock i get why you say go get paul Heyman and have him talk for me paul Heyman should talk instead of most people if you have that opportunity um but yeah that doesn't mean brock couldn't do it for himself and i thought this was very effective and i love that he said he was a free agent declare your peace man if you're not trapped to either brand say you're a free agent i love that so I, I liked the integration of the draft being in the storylines instead of just, it means this person's going here and this person's going there. Like very, very well done by Brock here. I loved, uh, I loved even Roman Reigns thinking it was funny. He's like, Oh, my good friend, Paul Heyman, huh? Like just really busting his balls. But then what happens is something that I'm really excited for. And I feel like I'm, I'm telling you guys who all is on, who all is being drafted. But uh, we'll, we'll, again, we'll run it down soon. Uh, the Usos were not drafted, and that's because they are presumably in different pools. That's what Paul Heyman said. He Roman's like, why weren't they drafted? And I love that Roman's like, I don't care about the rules. I knew I was going to be number one regardless, so what's it matter? And he's like, so why aren't they here? And Heyman's like, well, they're in the other draft pool. And he's like, I don't care. Yep. Make sure they're here. Well, New Day did get drafted to SmackDown, which I loathe. So I'm hoping that the Usos get drafted to Raw and Heyman and Roman strong arm a trade into happening. That's what I think should happen. There always seems to be like one of those. A lot of times it was John Cena. Like, I'm going to SmackDown. JK, I got drafted back to Raw yes. somehow. So... I'm hoping that's what happens too. It makes absolutely no sense to split up the new day again for no reason. Like just let them do their thing. It seems like the hurt business reforming, like it's all right there. So I'm with you. I'm hoping that gets resolved Monday and they always play like kind of mischievous with that kind of stuff with at least one storyline. So I'm hoping that that's the one. Cause that is the perfect way for Paul Heyman to get himself out of this. But I have loved that Roman has been a step ahead of Heyman this whole time. Like you should have seen this coming. Like, this is your job. Go do your job. Cause I'm not here to be your good friend. I'm here for you to go do your job. Love, love, love Roman being a beat ahead of that. So let's talk about the draft to SmackDown Roman reigns, Charlotte flair, who is the raw women's champion. We've also got drew McIntyre from raw Kofi Kingston and Xavier woods from raw. Madcap Moss, and if you don't know who that is, boy, this is the right show for you. And I put it down Baron Corbin. It's obviously Happy Corbin. I'm a big dumbass. Hit Row from NXT, Naomi, and Jeff Hardy. So first off, I want to say you got Jeff Hardy on the screen. Cool. Naomi, I love the little mention from Sonya Deville to further their story without anybody being on screen. Just 
obviously not my choice. Uh, Hit Row, well, uh, a couple of those people are very green, and a couple of them are going to fit in really well in the ring, but you, you want the tides to rise. You, you, want the, you want that to happen. You want them to, it's like trial by fire. So I'm down for it. Don't know how great it's going to be having people on SmackDown writing for Hit Row. Uh, any any initial thoughts on these first four that I mentioned? Uh, I mean, we don't have to really say much about Naomi because she's she's, she's been there. over there. We, we've said plenty about that. Jeff Hardy, Hit Row, and uh, yeah. How, I, how are you feeling? I think it's silly to... Okay, so there's this inherent device that's been problematic in NXT since they announced they were an equal brand, and I know they've rescinded it. But, yeah. like, if you can call up somebody from developmental at any time, why are you wasting a draft pick on that? Um, that just seems silly, I guess, because you don't want them to go to the other brand. But All man. we need is an explanation. That's it. <laughs> yeah, have William just... Have William Regal explain it next week. Yeah, but they're not gonna. So Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my thing is like if they're developmental now again, that that draft pick thing doesn't really make sense. Yes. And uh, choosing somebody else's champion feels, and I understand it's Charlotte Flair, but it makes you feel like your own brand is weak. Why would you choose the other brand's champion? I don't well, like I mean, that. if if she's available, sure. Because I mean, I'm I'm sure they would love to have Becky as well, and they'll probably draft her as well. But also, Charlotte's going to lose that belt. It's Charlotte yeah, Flair. Of course. She's going to lose that belt. But I mean, if you could have the other brand's champion and yours, I don't see why you wouldn't want them. Right. But I feel like choosing the other one first makes your own brand look inherently weak. I, I mean, like. Becky wasn't in the, the draft pool, they didn't have a choice. That's just kind of weird. Like, I mean, but, but I mean, that's it's not even an issue because right. Becky's, like, Becky's not eligible to be picked yet. Because I had a lot of people saying, oh, well, Becky wasn't picked. Becky wasn't eligible to be picked. She's being okay. able. She's eligible Monday. Like fine that's it. enough, I guess. But like both of your men's champions and one of your women's is. It's just that feels weird. But yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Well, that's uh, fine. You can be okay. I'm with I'm okay it, with it. So you're okay <laughs> with it. Let that's me explain to you. Works. Let me explain to you, Missy. I know you're a woman. You don't understand how all of this works. But it's you. Actually, people. this. Sean Blandford says, I'd ask what it means for the North American Championship, but it hasn't been defended in months. It makes me cough. (laughs) Denise posted that on June 30th, he won this title. It's October. (laughs) He hasn't defended the title. Uh, Dallas fan says, I don't understand saying so-and-so is drafted to the show they're already on. Why not say so-and-so is staying on Raw or SmackDown? It's a complete redraft of the roster. So everybody is a free agent until they're drafted. Nobody knows what color t-shirt they're wearing. Yes. So that we can fight about brand supremacy. And and let me tell you, until the day of, that's a shoot right now. (laughs) Elroy Velez says, glad to see Kate missed her takes. Aw, missed you guys. I really did. JW Pringle says, the snack attack is back. Hooray science. Hooray science. Evan saying, Denise saying, Swerve hasn't defended at all sucks. Well, he even made light of it on, on NXT this week. He referenced it. But that wasn't it. We got 
Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns, and Madcap Moss. We'll talk about him later. Oh, my God. Kofi and Xavier, if they actually split New Day, I'm not convinced they will yet. No. I think this is an emotional roller coaster. It should be, but I've often given WWE too much credit. If it is, they're if 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 they're really splitting them, they're stupid. Yes. Uh, Charlotte to true. SmackDown, I'm okay with. Drew to SmackDown had to happen. Oh had my to happen. god. Before another history lesson came our way or another fight about a motorcycle. Fox is like, please come stab people in our show. (laughs) Please. You know what? As many chair shots as you want, buddy. Get over here. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay with these. But are are you okay with it? It's something. Oh, well, does it matter if I I don't know? Listen, I'll I'll explain it to you like you're seven (laughs) if I have to. Um, I I mean, the New Day thing is just stupid. I think it is a device. Charlotte makes sense. You're uh, the Fox brand. You're going to want Charlotte freaking Flair over there. That makes total sense. Um, I can't even get into mad cow disease guy. I thought it was mad money. I thought it was mad cat. I thought it was cat too. And I I was like, I was like, we got bear cat, mad cat. And I was like, Josh Briggs is going to be barn cat Briggs next week no. and i i love it i i want it uh, is it a whole stable called cats and they're gonna sing memory to us mark says great to see kate back hope you're on the mend i guess sean is also here i am here also also on the mend also alex <laughs> alex the host of sour Graps, who also missed a day of work this week we're we're hobbled here says they're stupid they're splitting them up Poor. sour Graps twice a week fight to select my first thought when they called Hit Row up was like, oh no, the like coolest thing that's in NXT is now gone from Alex. It's just going to get so much worse. <laughs> Ian Hunter said, COVID tried to carjack Kate, but she's like, Arnold pulled out the Glock. <laughs> Joking aside, glad she's doing better. I mean, when most people get COVID, they just say, oh, well, I hope I'll be fine. Kate pulls out the zinc and hey. pulls out the vitamin D. <laughs> I and did. Goodbye blast. and good night. <laughs> Brent Lockman says for science. Welcome back, Kate. Thank um, you. Very thankful for science myself. Well, on the other side of the coin, Raw gets Big E. Or they'll, they'll keep Big E, Randy Orton and Riddle, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley, Keith Bearcat Lee. Now, first off, I got to say, in any kayfabe world, the idea that Mad Cat Moss... Mad Cap Moss and Happy Corbin are selected over the women's tag champions shows you where that is on the kayfabe totem pole. And I had people say, oh, for the short term, it's it's a smart idea because they're on both brands. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. These are two very recent women's champions. Yeah. What the hell? And... They're just not important, though. <laughs> also, also, their names are not Madcap. No, I don't think of the Mad Money guy. I don't think of Mad Cow Disease. I don't think of Cats the Musical. Um, <laughs> friend Emily sees for the ruckus. We're going to have tacos with her tomorrow. Um, Sean, do it. Says, oh, sorry. Oh, damn it. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Mad Cow Disease is my new favorite wrestler. We're going to get some Mad Cow Disease tomorrow when we get go to uh, Local Taco. I'm excited for that. That rules. What else we got? Oh, anyway, more people. 
oh, Edge. Um, Edge is on Raw. Now, he's not been drafted in like 10 years. He technically didn't get drafted last year. He's, he's been a free agent all along. Uh, so he's over there. We've got Bianca Belair. I love that. I love her going to Raw. Hopefully she's used better this time. Uh, Austin Theory. What, what? We'll see. We'll see how that ends up. Your thoughts on these these picks over to Raw? Uh, love Bianca going. I assume that means the Street Profits might follow, which could make the tag division over there real, 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 real fun if New Day yeah. does end up going back there. Um, and just the different feuds that you could set up with different stables would be great. Uh, I think that's great. Back to your point about the women's tag belts. That's what happens when you make a belt feel like a joke for a year and a half, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's sad and it sucks. But, like, yeah, it feels like the mad cow guy should get drafted beforehand or around the same. I don't yeah. feel that way, obviously. But because they've booked them so horribly, it doesn't even feel like that out of place. So. Orlando says, Charlotte trade to SmackDown was a petty move from WWE so she can't travel to Rampage with her man. Uh, I disagree. Um, no, they don't film that show live very much. Maybe once every few months. Uh, that's it. And I dare to say the opposite. Her travel schedule is probably going to be better than that because if she asks for a Saturday off, she'll get to go straight from work on Friday, go to the AEW event, watch her dude wrestle on a Saturday, probably join back up with the loop on Sunday, and then be back at home with Andrade by Monday, the travel there, uh, you can get that Friday. You take that Friday, my friend. Plus, you get off work an hour earlier. So that's always nice. And, like, you got to think of it from the perspective. I know people don't want to admit this for some reason because she's overbooked, I guess. Charlotte is the biggest women's wrestling star in the world. Like, she just is. I think she's bigger than Becky at this point. Fox probably wanted her on their program. It makes sense. Like, it, it just... She's incredibly skilled and a huge draw. And yeah, I think Fox wanted her. That makes sense. I would. Joel Wood said, Roman said if the Usos don't get drafted to SmackDown, then leave him for dead on Ross. That's like the third threat, threat of murder in five days. What a time. Oh, it's like the fourth, Joel. So there's Roman Reigns saying to kill Paul Heyman. There is Bill Goldberg saying that he would like to kill Bobby Lashley. There is... Arn Anderson talking about the Glock and one that went overlooked but was great on Impact last night. Mickey, uh, Deanna Perrazzo going to Mickey James' home wearing the same outfit as her and saying, I'll fucking kill you, Mickey, <laughs> as they try to drown one another. Incredible. Incredible. I might take back what I said about Charlotte and say Deanna Perrazzo is the biggest women's wrestling star in the world. Oh. Not by notoriety, but by what they're doing Incredible. i love it i love that segment i don't get to talk about impact a lot but i, I love that they got oh, out of that so good. goddamn studio it, they just got oh out of that my studio God. they needed it so bad yes they did uh really like that really enjoy what mickey and uh Deanna are doing oh king of the ring queen of the ring it's called the queen's crown i think it is i'm stoked for this it starts next week uh, Rob Reed says it's a real shame. There are some matches that are really exciting for Crown Jewel because I still refuse to watch it. Understandable. Um, we're going to find a way. We, we always donate what we make off of that to uh, usually Sammy for Syria, something like that. So we hope you guys will still join us for our post show. But Alicia Ellis says, how will people react if Woods doesn't win King of the Ring? 
He should. He should absolutely win King of the Ring. And why? Because it's an easy story to tell, Kate. Yes, it is. Uh, hopefully they don't get in their own way on that one. Um, they haven't really done anything with the winners. King Corbin was all right. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while since we've had like a proper a proper king, I feel like, right? Yes. I mean, the run. Like decades. <laughs> the run. Well, I think King Booker was really good. I thought yeah, I love that. Um, Queen of the Ring. We'll see how that goes. Let Judy me see Charlotte. the feels. I'm sorry. Like, I know. People, people hate that, but my dad's super chatted. Hi, dad. Uh <laughs> really? Paul Hensler says, so great to see Kate 2.0 back. <laughs> Love mom and dad. No, they're the cutest. They're the oh, you, cutest. They don't watch real. wrestling. Like you, you, you know, they're for the ruckus, too. Oh, of course. Of course. They they're are. for the ruckus. I think I'm allowed to do this. I, th I think I'm at least a semi-inducted member cool into the ruckus. So, my parents are the cutest. They don't watch wrestling. Like my sister will like text me, like "Mom and Dad, watch your post." Am I a bad sister? Like I don't watch wrestling. I haven't watched your post show since you debuted. I'm like no, it's fine. So they that. they hear my blue chew reads, do they? They do. Oh boy, it's okay. They know my <laughs> sister does improv, by the way. So anything that we, oh, oh my god, yeah, no, she she blew the doors off of anything like. How am I not surprised? Sex. You have somebody in your family that does improv. That she's makes a lot of sense. She's that real good at it too. I know I'm biased because she's my sister, but she's like, sure, she's the best. Joel Wood <laughs> says, "Just wanted to say, great work on the WWE USA article. I read it and found it even more insightful than the Fox one." Yeah, that is up on FightfulSelect.com right now, guys. It's got a lot of stuff in there. And I've got one more. Dare I say the juiciest one next week. It's not a hit piece. It's not a hit piece, but there's some juicy <laughs> stuff. And there's juicy stuff in all of them. But Ryan Sullivan said, did anyone tell you to wait on your network stories because of the draft? I know they did with other things. Wanted to see if they find the draft important. Well, they did. But I said, too bad. <laughs> I've waited too long. I was like, I, I was like, I want to run this story because there was a bit of, I could tell there was a bit of a lull for like about a week and a half of like major, major news. There wasn't going to be a Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. There wasn't going to be a Bray Wyatt's getting released. There wasn't going to be something crazy like that. So I was like, I would really like to drop this story because I've been working on it a while. And like, I can only be told, oh, well, wait for this so many times, but I talked to a lot of people about the draft and the WWE did work directly with USA and Fox. That is legit. Um, Mark Losper says, it's been forever since I watched the draft. What's the kayfabe reason for it? It's not like the brands are against each other. They are. They are against each other. It's USA and Fox leveraging against one another. Mark, um, Mark, Mark. It's brand supremacy. You're going oh, buddy. about it at Survivor Series. These people who get paid by the same people are going to be working on two separate brands for six weeks. Yeah, but SmackDown gets to bring a robot. A robot? <laughs> a robot. But so they, within kayfabe, it was explained it's Fox and USA. And that, that's been the case for a while. So uh, Sean Blanford says, here's hoping the second half of the draft is more inspired than what we got tonight because it felt like thrown together directionless mess. That's WWE for you. Get well soon, Kate. Thank you. After, after the 2019 Superstar Shake-Up, this <laughs> seems like 
a, a well thought out novel to me because they retconned all that immediately. Like that whole thing didn't matter at all. Uh, so this seems like this the, one this the Lord like of the Rings trilogy in comparison. Twenty nineteen one felt like Vince McMahon did a bunch of drugs and was like, and there's gonna be this wild card and some superstars can show up. Disaster. This didn't feel direction. And we're gonna turn the lights out for an hour. <laughs> oh my god. So stupid. This didn't feel directionless because Drew McIntyre and Seamus, like there were some people that genuinely needed to go to other brands, it felt like, in my opinion, that went to other brands. Wait until Monday. They're trying to get you to tune in Monday. I think you're going to see some things reversed. I think you're going to see some other things more justified, probably. This didn't feel that directionless. What it did feel like, and I'm not falling for it, Sean Ross Sapp, right? I'm not falling for this. We have this big, sexy draft, and we're going to throw a bunch of rematches in and basically do a rerun again. And we're going to trick you with our razzle-dazzle. I'm on to you, SmackDown. You did the same crap you do every week. As Orlando says, thoughts on the new roster starting after Crown Jewel? That was new from WWE. It was. They were like, listen, hey, we're going to really stick to this. It doesn't start until October 22nd, except for tonight when we have the New Day pop up over here. Because, you know, forget it all. And they had had a decent match against... uh, against Otis Gable and the Dirty Dogs. It was fine. It was a television eight-man tag match. Uh, I can't be tricked into thinking the Tope Gankiro uh, makes a match great uh, anymore. Like, I I knew this was going to be an inconsequential match, so it was hard for me to get motivated, despite the fact that I like all eight guys that were in the ring. Same. Same. I love Gable so much, too. Like, uh, is that going to be the new Canadian Destroyer, by the way? Did we just move on to the tope instead? Bad yeah. Bunny's going to do it, and then everyone's going to be like, it jumped the shark. Like, is that what's going to yep. happen? And that was fine. Uh, Rob Reed says, seriously perplexing that they would break up New Day again. It is, and I hope that they're not. It'd yeah, I think you're going to see that reversed. I like your idea that uh, that Hayden's going to get his fingers on it. Orlando Orego says, happy for Hit Row call-up. Hopefully a restart for Jeff Hardy and Drew on SmackDown. I hope so. What? You don't think Jeff Hardy should be losing to Veer for no reason? I don't. At all. Oh my gosh, not at all. Um, Also to our moderator, please uh, group all the draft chats together instead of by round. Liv versus Carmella never happened. (laughs) Carmella's got a mask now. Now, I, I haven't even looked at the tweets, the replies, but I tweeted, Jesus Christ, this is happening again, this match. And I just know somebody will be like, uh, you spoke too soon, buddy. No, I didn't, because they're going to do this goddamn match again. It's just they're going to have Carmella wearing a stupid mask with it now. Yeah. Yep. They're not even going to create a new one. It's just going to be the one that Mandy Rose had three weeks ago. This is just, first of all, do they think this is how women talk to each other? You bitch. We don't talk like that. <laughs> like, oh my God, where is any woman, any woman before any of this goes on? It's, I've seen it before. It was only fine the other times I've seen it before. This sucks. It's so stupid.
oh my god you have so many skilled women on this roster give me something new i actually said i actually (laughs) sent a message to diana perrazzo today i was like i really liked your segment but it would have been better if you said how dare you dress like me bitch (laughs) (laughs) and then attack her that's how it's done that's how you do it I don't need bitch. I don't need anybody to have the balls anymore. That is, it's like you people, not that big of a gap anymore. Balls and bitch. Like what 1999 crap is this? Anyway. (laughs) Ricardo says, you look stupid chance for real for Carmella. It's just ridiculous. I, I loathe this thing in WWE where they're like, Hey, Apollo, new character. Your whole character is an accent. Hey, Carmella, the only thing you're going to say is you're hot. One of the worst I ever saw it with was actually at NXT when they brought up Kona Reeves. And Kona Reeves is one of those people who fans probably don't appreciate, but like every guest coach I ever talked to was like that guy. He's got something. He's got something. But it doesn't have something when you just have him go out and say, I'm the finest seven times in a match when a catchphrase becomes your personality and they lean on it i'm the boss i'm the est i'm the queen shot you know what i think of that observation i think it's correct (laughs) because exactly oh my god like and if she wants to do the most beautiful thing that's fine. Be the last diva that's left or whatever, right? That's great. Do it against somebody that's not Liv Morgan or do it against Liv Morgan in an exciting way. Neither of those things is happening. Cyclops says, Smash left him puzzled live. My God. Well, me too, buddy. Because this has got to continue, I guess. This When they ha- wrestle, it'll be the fifth time since June. You know they'll fit a couple more in before they switch. Uh, guys, get your super chats in. Please leave a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube.com slash fightful. JW Pringle says Charlotte mentioning Fox a few times was telling. They wanted her. They wanted her. Rob Reed says, why are they pretending a lucha mask is the same as this protective mask? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God, I just don't I know. had that same thought. This is so sad. I had that same thought, and I think it was like six weeks ago. I had that yeah. same thought, which is how long this has been going on. Happy Corbin is joined by Madcap Moss. This is the former Riddick Moss. Happy Corbin gets a win. Um, I don't have much to say about this match except for uh, one complimentary point. I'm glad that I, I think that the end of days outside could have finished the match, but he's like, ah, you know what? I waited a little while. I'm going to be smart and do another one for good measure. And then that finished him. Cool. Just straight up, whatever. I like how much that finish is protected. I don't like how much they use suspenders in WWE. It's a problem to me. It's so sad that that's even a topic of conversation. I mean, I ain't exactly the fashion god here, but suspenders? Come My on, word. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens deserves better than this. He's one of the best in the world as a face, do, as a do heel. You have, do you have an outfit with suspenders? I, you know what? I had... An outfit with suspenders when I would go to metal shows in college. 
the 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. oh, like, oh, no. The black suspenders. You, you had black it. suspenders and a wallet chain. Um, where where the tank top was? Belt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a cutoff one, probably. And a stud Checker, belt. Checkered belt. Oh, no. Stu- I was going to say. I would do that the was, That was choice, yeah, yeah. too. No, because I was a or badass, Sean, okay. okay? And I needed everyone to know. And they called the end of days the happy days, which I thought was very funny. I love Sure. That. Yeah. What's the angle with this? <laughs> uh, there is none. There I'm is just none. so sad that Kevin Owens is still involved in this. This is the only yeah. time I've ever seen Kevin Owens look disheartened to be wrestling. He just doesn't look excited to go out there. Love and Right says it reminds him of On the Way Out Ambrose. And CM Punk. And he still got October, November, December, January. He's still got four full months. Intangible One says, IRS would like to talk to you about suspenders. <laughs> that was an exception. He was he was such a hateable he was gimmick. Supposed to have them. It shouldn't be something that oversaturates us. I'm not against somebody wearing suspenders. Yeah. I'm against this many people wearing suspenders. Joel Wood says up. if they can hold it off, having Drew be the one to take the title off Roman at the UK pay-per-view next year may be the best way to do it. If we are 11 months away from that, I would like to see where Drew McIntyre is. I wouldn't start planning that this far ahead. It depends on how over any particular person is. You just never know. But uh, yeah. I love this shout. He had to wear the He had to wear the <laughs> suspenders for his own health. He had to wear these suspenders. Stop asking him to not wear these suspenders. His pants would not stay up without them. He no. had to wear the suspenders. And you're a bitch if you do. <laughs> Gosh. Alva M says, hate this Beck McGregor from Wish Lynch character. Lately, WWE put me to sleep better than NyQuil. There's some of it I like and some of it I, I don't. But Man. Let me tell you what I liked. Edge goes out to the ring, but he's a long way from home, and Seth Rollins knows it because he's there. And Seth Rollins treats Edge's house, his beautiful house, mind you, in Asheville, North Carolina, like I would to all these overpriced Zillow homes that I look up. Like it's he's in there, like looking at art from multiple artists, having apples, turning on the fireplace. The delivery was amazing. amazing. Edge hits the bricks, and I'm thinking, "Where are you going? That's all like a, that's a long run, pal." But he's running back to call Beth. Um, bef- before we get to Edge's phone call, what did you think of this? I loved it. It was there were little lines like, "I could stay here all night," and then him just chucking the apple. Oh my gosh! Oh, I loved. Pretty much everything about this. I think my favorite was when he was like, man, I know your kids are young, but they like suck at art. I was just like dying. You turned baby face on me. Kids suck at art. Kids suck at art. He's not wrong. It wasn't the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, And when he said, good thing the kids take after Beth, I was like, aw, you're a heel, but you still snuck a little compliment in there. I like that. Um, I, I loved this. I thought this was so much fun. I normally hate, like, I broke into your home segments. I think since, like, the goat of them was done, they pretty much all sucked. Um, but this, well, this I really liked. <laughs> Seth Rollins didn't eat an apple. 
No, he chucked it. He ate tree semen. He ate tree semen. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Dallas fan 82 says, still don't understand why Edge would take off running like that for absolutely no reason. There was a reason. I didn't at first. I was like, where's he running to? Yeah, I was like, how is he running to North Carolina? (laughs) Edge didn't bring his phone with him to the ring. Like, you don't do that. You don't generally bring your telephone with you. He ran back there to get his phone to call Beth to make sure she was okay and make sure that she didn't go to the house. And then she said, and I love this. I'm calling Daniel and David. They're going over there right now. Daniel and David are the real names of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, FTR, who live nearby, which I thought was the coolest Easter egg. I love that. I totally missed that. And Dax Harwood tweeted, I will go beat his ass right now. (laughs) He said, I'll go over there right now and beat his little bitch ass. And Cash put a picture up of uh, them driving their truck up. I love this. It's a good shout. It's harmless. Matt Reichel says, heard Edge reference Daniel and David to go deal with Seth after the home invasion. It took me a while. I actually, I was showing my wife Edge's house. I wasn't showing her anything on the show. I was just like, look how dope his house is. And then I heard that line and I was like, of course it's them. I love stuff like that. Clever as hell. And to all of you dorks who are like, I'm an AW sexual or a WWE stan. If they're over it and they're friends on different shows, you can watch both. Stop being a dork. But I didn't I didn't pick up on that at all. I absolutely love that they did that. This segment was goofy. I understand why people didn't like it. I loved it. I loved (laughs) loved it. Every second of it. Dallas fans says The Rock brought his phone to the ring. Tried to call CM Punk, remember? Uh, In kayfabe, bud, they don't usually wave their cell phone around there. That was off the air as well. And not... Wasn't that the fighting with my family match, I think, between... I think that's when Maybe. they filmed like oh my page. Gosh. Yeah, I think that's when they did that. So that was very far away from WWE. <laughs> Rob Reed says, hope they brought Lauren <laughs> with them. <laughs> bang, bang. Oh my God. I love it. I, love I it. have laughed at every single Art Anderson meme that has so been out good. there. Dead. So good. Bianca versus Sasha. This was a good match. Solid match. It was not as good as WrestleMania. Yeah. It was never going to be. That's one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. Joel Wood says, starting to think Bianca beats Becky and takes that title to Raw. And Dallas fan sends a very generous super chat. Big thank you. Says, why should we even care about the women's division if it's always the Charlotte show? In a week's time, she went through Alexa, Sasha, and Bianca. I'm so over her and WWE's obsession with her and her last name. Well, I don't think they are as obsessed with her last name anymore. <laughs> as they are her first name. We will get to the Charlotte aspect of this. What did you think of the match? Uh, I thought the match was good. It definitely didn't have the same magic as Mania, which you shouldn't expect. But this was like one of the few rematches that I've wanted to see. So I think I was hoping a little bit more from it. It just seemed like almost an overexcitement or something. I don't know if you picked up on that, but I felt like some of the sloppiness was just like almost like, holy crap, it's finally happening. I was very distracted by Becky on commentary and I hated everything about the finish, but the match itself was pretty good. Um, I hated the parting shot. 
<coughs> I'll let you talk and get water. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Becky was outside. I don't like distraction finishes. I don't like interference finishes. I like good, clean ones. But damn, if I didn't like this finish. Becky just leaning on Bianca's hair so she can't get her shoulders up. Sasha realizing it. And then Becky attacking. Well, unfortunately, Charlotte comes out after that and lays them all out because, of course, she wants involved. And her and Becky have a little bit of a of a stare down from side to side. But I I didn't mind this. Um, for just the four pillars right now because Bailey's hurt. She's she's out right now. You got three of the horsewomen and Bianca Belair, and it's like you know what. If you need a replacement for Bailey in that that four person situation, you got a good one with Bianca. Like these are the ones right now. Finishing SmackDown on Fox, your first night of the draft. I like that. Uh, we'll just see where this goes because this has not been a, a really creatively satisfying story for me. What do you think of it? Um. So the one thing that I'll give you is. That was a heel finish, and Becky has not been getting heel reactions. So her leaning on the hair and letting that be the outcome at least did that job. <clears throat> if you are splitting people up into different brands, presumably like two of them are not going to be on this brand. So why are you starting to build like this four-person story? And I really wanted to see this rematch and I really wanted to see the outcome and I really wanted it to be about Sasha and Bianca having their rematch. And instead the parting shot we got was Becky with one title and Charlotte with another. I guess I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I think that like long-term storytelling is nice and it's good to see these things come back. But I feel like Charlotte and Becky have been so rehashed that there's not much more to go to the well with. But my bigger thing is like, this is a draft supposed to be about separating brands. You're kind of building these four people and two of them are going to be on a different brand. I don't like it. And I feel like the commentary and Charlotte coming in at the end completely overshadowed the rematch that we were supposed to be getting. I don't. Well, Kate froze up a little bit. Injection says, would you have Bianca be the fifth horsewoman? Uh, I would have Bianca be the fifth horsewoman. I'd have Rhea be the sixth. I'd have Shayna be the seventh. I would have Nikki A.S.H. be the eighth. I would put in a position where you have as many super protected women as possible. Joey Bagadonut says, Kate's choking from drinking that eight of you Kool-Aid. And Cyclops says, Becky and Sasha and Bianca were so over with the live crowd. That makes me very happy to hear because uh, th they should be. They're, they're protected. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. Get your question or statement read on the air. Oh, wow. Look at this. Well, you know what? I think now is a perfect time to tell you guys about Magic Spoon. You know the drill. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts about being a kid. But then when you get older, you got to give it up. It's got all that junk in it, those sugars, those carbs. It's just not good for you. But magicspoon.com slash Fightful is, I'm trying to get over here. Here we go. There we go. 
magicspoon.com slash fightful. I legitimately eat this every weekday morning. I love magicspoon.com slash fightful. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box with your, you have your own custom bundle too. Cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle. I had a whole mess of that cookies and cream and it was so good. I love the maple waffle. Jeremy uh, Lambert tried it out as well. They just brought back cookies and cream and maple waffle permanently. So if you missed it during the limited time offer, you can check them out now anytime you want. Not only that, this stuff is great as like a midnight snack, midday snack, before a workout, after a workout, any of that good stuff, and you won't feel guilty eating it. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Get a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, you get your money back, no questions asked. And one of my favorite parts about Magic Spoon is that after one bowl, you're filled up. You're not spiking your sugar and then going back to the cupboard over and over again. One box goes a lot longer. And uh, if if you're a cereal fanatic like me, you know what I mean. If you've got one of those other cereals and you, you it's hard to eat just one bowl, Magic Spoon will make sure you're filled up, good to go. Let's see if Kate's good to go. Hi. What's up? What happened? I don't know. My computer got sicker than I did, but I'm back now. Cyclops said WWE booking broke our cake. Finally did. Oh, I can't believe man. I missed the magic spoon at. I love eating my pixelated cereal. I know. <laughs> so I got to say, so when that happened and I went on the rant about video games, somebody was like, look at his face. It's like he was reading it. He had that written. I was like, yeah, I, I planned for Kate to eat the cereal like Miss Pac-Man. I planned for somebody to super chat that she looked like Miss Pac-Man. We had it all planned. Totally planned. There was I gotta like an, say, the haters GCW give us, plans. Haters give our formatting way too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I prepare for shows. Don't get me wrong, but like, man. I even hired somebody so I didn't have to keep the super chats anymore. That's a really good point. I definitely prepare more for Jeremy's bits than I've prepared for bits on here. But. I mean, that's okay. I don't prepare for Jeremy's bits. I show up and one minute before he tells me what I'm doing. That's fair. There we go. Oh, I have a text message from Kate Hensler. Computer is as sick as I am and just restarted. Sorry. It just sec. So here's what happened. I have what I affectionately call my white girl light, which lights me. Um, it's like a selfie light that my webcam is in. And that like died right before we went on air. And then Ooh. I was like, that's not great. So now I'm all shadowy and weird, but we can roll with that. And then just in the middle of me talking, everything shut down. So I think I overloaded something, but everybody's oh, no. got a fever in this apartment. Me, my computer. I don't know what's happening. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you're back now, and that's all that matters. I am. Well, I mean, the lighting, who cares? You know what? I, there have been times when I was sick, and I was like, you all are just going to have to deal with the the, the lighting you get because my head cannot possibly cannot possibly take it. You look, look very a, pretty, Sean. Robert's saying Kate needs a new ring light. Like, well, 
Robert needs Robert. to get his Nikki Bella cosplay together because he might have to substitute for me at any time if I feel like this. And that was the bargain we oh. made when you were out. <laughs> My God. Uh, I'm a menace when you're not here. Glad I don't watch those shows. <laughs> uh, guys, get in your super chats. It would mean an awful lot to us. Also, it would mean an awful lot to us if you checked out FightfulMag.com. It's a good time over there at FightfulMag.com. Articles on CM Punk, Thunder Rosa, John Cena, the Thunderdome, Fire Pro Wrestling, Brian Lee. We've got a whole lot of stuff. I'm going to start sharing a lot more of those with you on Twitter, but go over to FightfulMag.com. We've got a mailbag edition as well in every uh, issue of FightfulMag.com. And like I always say, these, these are pretty well evergreen. So if you order issue two, uh, I mean, it's still good today. So check it out, guys. You're going to love it. Did you love AEW Rampage? I loved parts of it. Of course you did, you AEW sexual. Cliff Beard doesn't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I just saw it. It is an insult. It was an insult for AEW fans. And then AEW fans, I think we're just kind of like, LOL. LOL. (laughs) Whatever. It's tough to beat the stand-up for WWE insult like that. That picture... (laughs) <laughs> of the people with the hat and now people have started to photoshop it onto louis dangor's picture which i think is is really good i love that i love louis though but uh davon griffin says aw is the better show really love what they're doing i didn't hate smackdown tonight i thought it was pretty solid it's been i've noticed a marked improvement in wwe since madison square garden not that the bar was exactly high but alicia ellis okay, says but if you took ahead. away the drafty parts of tonight it's not that great of a show. Well, I don't know what they what else they would have done without the draft, too. Probably like a bad women's segment of someone backstage. You know, you're right. I think in my mind, as a news writer, I'm like, did things happen? And that that's, I will say. Things and did that, happen. That's, and that might trick me in my mind to think that it was it, something happened. It's the Judas uh, in your mind. Yes. Evan Wright says the Bob O'Neill stand up for WWE picture rules. <laughs> oh yeah. That is a good yeah, one. That is a good one. Get those super chats in guys like Alicia Ellis did. She said, imagine if AEW rankings were determined by media members like the UFC. Wonder what they would look like. Well, let me tell you, Alicia, have you ever heard of absolute dog shit? Because that's what they would look like. Because I saw those UFC rankings with the media members for a long time, and those were, in fact, dog shit. They were terrible. I don't think that's a good idea. Imagine if the AEW rankings were used like MLW or Ring of Honor, where they just make sense. I I don't even pay attention to the rankings. Uh, I would, if I were AEW, I'd say they were more arbitrary. It's called a heat chart. We talk about it on Wednesdays all the time. There you go. It's a heat chart. But don't chart. be an AW sexual, Sean, because they went out of their way to create a device that doesn't make sense. Wins and losses should matter. Wins and losses should absolutely yeah. matter. And you should be on like some sort of winning streak to get a title shot or win a battle royal or the casino match, which we'll talk about. But Kate says, or JW says, Kate, don't forget that you if you've got a fever, the only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks for making my crappy week better. Well, thank you for making our week better. You got to want that cowbell? cowbell in there. 
I got some cowbell and some vitamin D and a lot of water. Yo, Vic's vapor rub, by the way, rules. (laughs) I did not know that until today. I just thought it was something my grandparents had. It's the best. Definitely from the Northeast. You're definitely from the Northeast. Because in the South, we know. You know, really young, too. Yeah. I was also told that the Hispanic uh, When you're little, it's like uh, everything. Vicks Vapor Rub. That's you what I was told today. Congestive nose. Acne. Everything. Vicks Vapor Rub. You break your arm, Vapor Rub. <laughs> I learned. I learned something today. You got a concussion, Vapor Rub. <laughs> Man. Cliff Beard says, I'd say the Joker has to be either Paige or Miro. So the lineup for the casino ladder match is Archer, Andrade, Mox, Pack, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, and a Joker. Evan Wright says the lineup is insane. And uh, Cliff Beard says, I say the Joker has to be Miro or Page. I think it's Miro, Page, or Brian Danielson. Um, if it were Page and he didn't win the ladder match, that'd be an interesting way to keep him out of the picture for a while because he's no longer ranked because he's been out so long. He's been out for three months. What oh, you mean, who, like who do you think Butcher? will be the Joker? What <laughs> the is Butcher it? And the, Butcher was out for months and they came back and were immediately ranked after one win because the ranking. Yeah, but but they're they're ranked now. They weren't then. Right, while, but, they, while he was out, yes. But it took like one win. Do I need to <laughs> mansplain this to you? Do I need to lady explain how wrong you are, Sean Rossett? Because um, I, I feel like people are not considering that it could be Buddy Matthews. I don't think it will be. You don't. I don't think. Well, it you would know because you have the dirt sheet five percent advantage. Well, but... listen, if you're if you're that hurt by this, just put some Vicks Vapor Rub on it, and you're gonna get over it and be fine. I mean, Paige would be a logical choice then. I, for some reason, don't want it to be. I feel like the story is strong enough there. He doesn't need, like, an extra device. I feel like him, like, having to go through Cole and the Jacksons um, might be, like, a a fun way to do that and then have somebody else win. Danielson would be fun. Miro dropping definitely seems like a logical choice. It could be any of them. That's what's so fun. I don't think it needs to be, like, some monster debut. Like we're accustomed to getting, but when we get those monster debuts, it's rarely in these Joker spots. People forget that. Jay says, "Why have Hardy and Orange in this? Why not make it a stronger six? I'd love Pack and Andrade with the win, my dude. Orange Cassidy's seventeen and one. Like it's as strong as it gets. He is booked as hard. I see people saying Brian already has a match. Do you think that Brian Danielson gives a shit? <laughs> He'll wrestle twice." And, twice. As as far as Hardy, I agree. Hardy doesn't need to be in this. No, not at all. I uh, got to get rid of uh, this chat that was not deleted. But Rob Reed says pro wrestling has given us four amazing memes this week: Becky thumbs up, Finn getting possessed, the rope break, and Armed Anderson. To me, Becky and Armed Anderson will withstand the test of time. Agree. Those will be memes years from now. I believe. Oh my goodness! So good. Mark Losper says, AW sexual seems like it comes from Braun sexual insults that gets aimed at LeBron fans. It sucks in NBA circles too. It does. That's where it came from. But it just, it just, it doesn't sound as good. It like, 
doesn't like an roll off the tongue. It just makes it sound like it's a group of people that fuck. <laughs> well, I'm not and, an AW sexual. I am very open on the spectrum for wrestling. I like and, good wrestling no matter who it's from. And I'll tell you what a what a bad insult for a wrestling fan is. LMAO, <laughs> I bet you fuck. I bet you have sex. I bet you all <laughs> fuck. Never been an insult for a wrestling fan, literally ever. <laughs> ha ha, losers! Hi, you nerds home. that have sex all the got time you, every Wednesday. Got nerds, you good. Sick Wasted every Friday. Wednesday, Friday of your life for four, hours. Four Saturdays or Sundays a year, too. I Sometimes bet. Sometimes on YouTube, losers. <laughs> Doesn't sound so good. Uh, Danielson, Nick Jackson. God, Nick Jackson is so good. He's yeah. so good. And he... The heel beard. <laughs> Alba-esque in its appearance is the heel beard. Alba-esque is I the love, perfect way to describe it. I love that they compared the ratio of color from his beard to his head. Amazing. They're like, it's off. I love this match, Kate. I wish he ended up with a scrunchie in his hair like John Alba as well, but I loved this match too. I feel like Brian Danielson was like, I am just going to do everything I wasn't doing in WWE. Like, And uh, our friends at the Mark Order, and I saw a lot of tweets going around like this of people who didn't see the American Dragon or... Brian Danielson in ROH or before his WWE yeah. run being like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I get it. Um, this match was great. That surfboard into the, the what is it? The dragon sleeper? Like what? <laughs> that whole sequence was so fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, so many great spots in this. And I love that he opened this too, that this wasn't the main event, like that they're using... Brian Danielson to draw you in early in the episode and then relying on the rest of the content to keep you. It's very fun having him and punk back at the same time because they have such different strengths and add so much value in like very different ways. I love having them back to back in episodes. I love having them both here. I think they're just doing wonders. And once Brian Danielson digs into that younger talent, I think it's just going to pay off in dividends even more, but I absolutely love this opener both of the Jacksons together are an incredible tag team. Both of them individually can go as well. This was a fantastic opening match. I loved it. Nick Jackson has, I mean, Matt Jackson's a really good worker. Matt Jackson's a great seller too, but yeah. Nick is one of those guys you've always looked at and there. You're like, there's probably a singles run there. Well, now with as loaded as AEW is with singles, it's hard to really like lean into that as much. A couple years ago, two, two and a half years ago, you know, before, you know, we didn't know how long Jericho was going to last. It's before Cole. It's before Miro. Before so many. Hell, it was before Brody. Was before so many yeah. other people popped up. Like, there there were a lot of people that were like, well, maybe. Now that's kind of in everybody's rear view. But he showed everybody how good he was. Uh, Jay says, did you hear Excalibur chuckle at the big Nick energy sign? That was good. <laughs> Rob saying Nick accidentally kicking brandon was great brandon sold it amazingly brandon yes. cutler has been such a fun addition to this act kate i agree when he started with the cold spray i was just like i was losing it and he did sell that super well and he always 
he has a really great way of comedically interfering without it always being so over the top. It's like the the most appropriate where it's not distracting, like it doesn't yes. pull away from things. Evan says he's the greatest stooge of all time. He's so good at it. He really he is. is. Evan says Danielson versus Nick was the best thing of both shows. I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would agree with that. Brian says, Kate, you're a trooper for presenting. Hope you're feeling better. And Nick Jackson got the crap kicked out of him tonight. Oh, but it was such a good showing for him. Yeah, this was, I agree. The strongest match on and all, all three hours of television for sure. Wrestle Vibes on YouTube says, what a stellar episode of Rampage. Danielson is back. Long live Danielson. My God, a legendary run could be ahead of us. He's laying it out there. And that's what I, that's what I like to see. Uh, Orlando Orego says, great match between Danielson and Jackson and Rampage. Got my tickets for Rampage and Dynamite Miami. So excited. Hell yeah. We got CM Punk talking. And I really like that he put over Will Hobbs. He's He was like, I survived Will Hobbs. That's all I needed to hear from that that promo. He got one good thing out there in a minute. That's made it. me happy. We also saw a Ricky Starks promo where he's got a dope-ass house. Like, Seth Rollins is about to come eat apples there like, <laughs> real soon. Gonna go make and, fun of some kids' artwork in that home. <laughs> and we got, we got Hobbs and Hook introducing the vignette. Uh, we got a Sammy Guevara promo, a Malachi Black promo. I like to kind of group these in because they're usually really short. Uh, Ricky Starks confirms he's, or not Ricky Starks, uh, Sammy, he's going to face Bobby Fish. That's cool. So these promos, which one stood out to you most? What did you like? Um, I think the Bobby Fish stuff just made me really excited. And I don't think I really either noticed or paid attention to, oh, they snuck it into roads to the top. That's what it was. Like the yeah. Sammy, and so that was nice to actually see on AEW television and to see Sammy um, with the belt, but that's really cool to me. It certainly raises an eyebrow that Bobby Fish and Adam Cole are going to be on AEW television. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have anything about Kyle O'Reilly's contract coming up on Fightful Selected. Anymore. I'll find out. I'll find but out. I don't think it's like that far off in the future, so that's of course very interesting, but I really liked that. I loved, I'm a punk mark, so, but I thought I like these quick little promos where it's like, hey, just a reminder, this is a thing that happened. Um, I survived Will Hobbs. So great. Like, he's really good at putting over young talent and making them feel important. That's why he's here. He doesn't need a belt to do it. So really liked those as well. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that super stood out. But I kind of like those, like, rapid fire ones where they're just in and out real quick. It's just for a rampage that makes sense to me because it's a reminder of, like, hey, Here's a refresher on the storylines that are happening and we don't need to necessarily move anything along super hard, but we're going to remind you of the content that we have coming. Cliff Beard says Kate's in an open relationship with wrestling. <laughs> I am. I'm just like, sometimes I'm into new Japan. Sometimes I'm into AW. <laughs> Guys, send us super chats. We are heading down the home stretch. We're about $32 away from our goal. Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa. God, I was just happy to see Thunder Rosa wrestling on TV. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I hope uh, if there is going to be the secondary women's belt, I hope that she's the initial title holder because I want Britt to have that run for a little bit longer. And I want Thunder Rosa to be the one that dethrones her. So, um, yeah, it was nice to see her back on television for sure. Mike McVaney says, what did you think of Jade's win over Rosa? I was fine with it considering how it happened. 
Uh, highlight of the match to me, a couple spots. Nyla Rose getting put through the table and looking like she just tried to carjack Arn Anderson, like just <laughs> laid out. And Thunder Rose's kicks. Uh, Rob Reed says the triple threat should have main evented. Eloquent says the three way should have main evented. I agree in theory. However, with Jade Cargill through those like video game looking chair shots, like I get it. She was trying to take care of the person she was in the ring with. I'm conflicted because I know Thunder Rosa and I know Thunder Rosa's probably like fucking hit me. Right. Like, that's, of course. That's probably how she is. Of course. But I understand Jade Cargill as a just a badass of a woman being like, you know, if I hit you as hard as you think you want me to hit you, that could be really bad for all of us because I'm not going to be on TV much longer. Um, I, those looked a little wonky. It looked like video game to me, like it's where it would make it make contact with a certain part, but she's new, not the end of the world. I wasn't particularly hurt or anything by this not being the main event, considering it was a hair versus hair match in the main event. What'd you think of this match? So I don't think this should have made a event. I actually thought this should have kicked off the show. And I thought Danielson and Jackson should have closed the show and that the hair versus hair should have been uh, right before that. I they like, they like putting their, their biggest match on first on rampage a lot. I get that. Catching the time the, spot. Yes. Yeah. That, that makes total sense. But um, I don't know. I think because Danielson Omega opened up, uh, dynamite last week. I'm like, you should now want to stay awake for this guy. <laughs> so like, yeah. that's in my head, the justification. I totally understand it though, because you mansplained it to me. So thank you. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought this match was good. I thought they protected the hell out of Jade. I thought Jade is the one that should have won. I'm concerned because she just still is very green and it's kind of like a competition of like, is she going to catch up to where her record is? Cause I can't, fully buy into it unless I see a little bit more from her. It sounds like Kira Hogan signed, so I would really like maybe a pairing there so she can stretch her sea legs a little bit more, but I thought Thunder Rosa doesn't need this win. Nyla definitely doesn't need this win. Like, Jade winning made sense here. I thought it was a well-structured match. Those drop kicks from Thunder Rosa over and over and over again. Matches are better with her in them, man. She is a little ass kicker. Um, and yeah, the chair shots thing, they did look very, very mechanical. I've heard that you're supposed to like aim for the most amount of surface area when you hit sure. someone with a chair. Thunder Rosa was, has significantly less. Yeah. So it makes sense. She's a tinier gal. Joey <laughs> said those, those had me scared. I thought she was going out of her way to be as safe as possible. Like, yeah, she, she's being trained very, very well. And she is a very smart woman. She's going to know what she's doing there. The thoughtful one says not wrestling related, but that was a great game last night. See you next week. Go pack, go, buddy. I was so happy to be there. I don't get to go to a lot of a lot of games, and I wanted to go. And last night was a lot of fun. I got to talk a bunch of trash to Tony Khan, and it paid off until I don't get invited to the scrums. <laughs> Cliff Beard said I had no idea Rosa used to be part of the hoe train. So glad to see how far she came. She posted a picture. Did you see this? <laughs> she was like, I used to be a part of the Ho Train. Now I'm now I'm here. She, like for an indie appearance, she was a member of Godfather's Ho Train. Amazing. Which is um, it is amazing. 
Sawyer says, by God, that's Kate's music. Welcome back. I can't believe Ricky Starks was in John Wick's house. What an hour of TV. <laughs> that vignette was shot so well. That was really well done. That was really well done. Oscar says, Jade got reprimanded by Brandy for slapping Velvet too hard as shown in Road to the Top. Maybe she's now more careful because of that. Well, one, I don't know how much of that is real. I don't know if any of it or some of it, but I could understand. But I also know Thunder Rosa fairly well. I think that she would, again, I think that Thunder Rosa would be like, hit Lay me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd straight up say, hit me, bitch. And Jade Cargo would be like, look at me. Do you think that you really, are you sure that's what you want? Because if if she hits you as hard as she can, it's going to be really bad. We got Cliff Beard saying, have Smart Mark bring Deeb in as a second talent and have her paired up with Jade. Those two as a team would be fantastic. I love that idea. And I love the idea of Serena just working with Jade every single day anyway. Because Serena is a really good coach. She's unreal. Um, I felt like there was a noticeable improvement in ring-wise from when she came in uh, to AEW in general. Not necessarily booking-wise, but I think she's done wonders to help women in the ring. And she's she herself is fantastic. So uh, whether that's something that's on my screen or behind the scenes, I would very yeah. much like to happen for sure. After uh, five years at Fightful, it's nice to see tweets about how good the Bengals are or messages about how good the Bengals are. So Sean's Bengals beat my Steelers in an I quit match. I mean, you know, it was very impressive that we were able to beat Ben Roethlisberger, who has the mobility of a gargoyle right now. So, my God, I have more mobility than Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. Main event, hair versus hair, Orange Cassidy, Jack Evans. Evan Wright says uh, the Mark Henry split screen stuff in the main event rules. I know it's not the role they had intended for him, but I like Mark Henry and I like that it's his thing to go to the main event. It's his thing to send you to the main event. I like that. It's, it's a cool little thing that they can make his, but I'll tell you what I liked even more was them cutting this promo. Jack, Jack Evans being like, I didn't want to do this. And Matt Hardy being like this. Of course you did. Of course you did. And Orange Cassidy being like, hey, by the way, what am I doing? What Amazing. is this? And it, and Christian okay. says that that popped the whole arena live. This ruled. I loved that there was the guy who was not participating in the match was the only one who was clear and agreeing to what was happening. Like, yeah. Evans was like, I don't want to be here. And Orange Cassidy was like, I don't know why I'm here. And Matt Hart was like, this is why it's happening. That was great. Orange Cassidy continues to be a national treasure. I will never understand why people are not into. I understand why people aren't into him, but like, I have I fun. I didn't get it. Nerds. I didn't get it at first either. But nobody sells his goofy little kicks. His his thing is that he trolls you into yeah. like letting your guard down. It's psychological warfare, and he he won this match. It was a solid match. It wasn't anything to write home about. But it was a way to get Dark Order on the end of the show in Rochester to get little Brody out there. I didn't have a problem with it at all. I had one problem with it. What was it? We cannot, Let me mansplain it to you. We cannot possibly be surprised 
anymore when the Hardy family office comes out with anybody. That's all they do. And and by the way, we can't be caught off guard by this. We can also not be caught off guard when they fucking lose. Yeah. I know I've dropped more F-bombs today than I have in like months, but. But that's okay because we can say shit now. Because it's it's past midnight on the East Coast, baby. I'm 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 allowed to say this stuff. I'm gonna pull out all the rubbers and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. It's it's wild ass. here. We're getting crazy. Two point We're getting crazy. Um. Yeah. No, they lose all the time, and they all come hang out with each other all the time. There's just no. You cannot possibly be caught off guard by their presence anymore. Nobody in the family Hardy office has ever just got to a match and not ended up with them. Yeah. Evan uh, Wright okay. says, can Leo rush by out private party from Matt? I that sounds that. awesome. I thought about that with the promo that he gave on Wednesday. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's come, coming after private party. I, I like it. Jay says, I want Mark Henry to do every show's main event. Are we looking at Steelers <laughs> 2.0? It is definitely Steelers 2.0. Uh, but I, I, it gets me excited because the guy who came out to the most intimidating theme song that I've ever heard, like when, when you would hear three, six mafia, you're like, Oh, well here comes Mark Henry to rip somebody's spine out of their ass. Like that's when he says that it carries weight. Rob Reed says as a Steelers fan, it's depressing to watch Ben Roethlisberger play now. Are you a Steelers fan? I am, and I'm already sick this week. I don't need. So here's the thing. I was like, where'd "This you, is where did you be... grow up?" Oh my gosh! So here's how I became a Steelers fan. I'll make Please. it quick. I promise. It's okay. I grew up in Binghamton, New York. It makes sense. I'm a Yankees fan. Um, I was not into football growing up. <clears throat> so in college, I made a deal that whoever taught me about football, I would be a fan of their team. But the only person who offered to teach me was an Eagles fan. And I was like, I ain't that stupid. <laughs> and so I wouldn't do that. But then when I moved to New York City, I had a friend who was like a lifelong Steelers fan from Pittsburgh. She was like, I go to the Steelers bar every week. You'll learn more just hanging out and being there uh, than I could ever teach you. And I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. I can eat some delicious tots and watch the Steelers every week at this really fun <laughs> bar. So that's how I became a Steelers fan. I, I got indoctrinated that way. Uh, but man, this is not I had, great. <laughs> I had somebody this week go, wait, aren't you from Kentucky? Why are you a Bengals fan? And I'm like, who's teaching you geography? With the right trajectory. Oh, of course. With the right trajectory, I can piss into Ohio. Yeah. Right. Like it's not far. Like we're separated by people. There are people who call Cincinnati Northern Kentucky. Like. Yeah. There, there's a huge like it's all connected here to fly into Cincinnati. The yes, the Reds okay. and the Bengals are yeah right next to each other. So you don't fly into Cincinnati; you fly into Hebron, Kentucky, and then you drive about 15 minutes and go across the river. It's like right there. Yeah, it's it's all the same. We, we adopt it because I have a lot of people that think that I'll be like a Titans fan or a Colts fan, but I'm a Kentucky basketball. Um, Cincinnati football, baseball fan. And I like the Toronto Raptors in the NBA because we don't have an NBA team around here. Yeah, you're I, really not close to anybody. No. With. 
So I, I have I just, a friend that's a Bengals fan that gets the same thing, but is also a Reds fan, but doesn't get it from baseball people. It's very weird. Man, I I'm a local team guy. Like if there's if there's a local team, I'm there for him. Joey Bag of Donuts says Big Ben <laughs> needs Arnold's misery. And Heidi Ho seventy seven says Sean, you blocked <laughs> on Twitter a long time ago. I've I've pays my dues. Unblock me, please. Are you Listen. drunk now? Is that what that typo's from? Because that's not I... gonna help. <laughs> Listen, if you uh if you send me a super chat or you subscribe to Fight Plus, if I have you blocked and you send me a heartfelt apology and five dollars, here are your options. You can send a super chat with the heartfelt apology, you can send it to Fightful Select, or if you screenshot yourself making a donation to NAMI Communicate and send me that with an apology, I'll unblock you. And I don't give a fuck what you think about it. <laughs> Do one of those three, and there you go. Um, Luis, if you could find his Twitter handle, that would help me a lot. I, I don't see where it is in the chat, but I did ask him for it. Oh but gosh. if you send it to me or Luis, we'll, we'll get it done for you. Uh, Chris says, Kate, a Steeler fan. I knew she was the best. Something uh, like that. Not this year, are, my friend. <laughs> Jay says, geography is hard. SRS Deans have a hockey team. Not really. Columbus Blue Jackets, I guess, would be. Uh, oh, Joel, thank you very much. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets would probably be the closest, I think. And I, th I think that's that's a wrap. We we went almost an hour and a half, but you know, Kate gets her time and a half anyway because <laughs> she's working during COVID. Heidi Ho says I'm drunk and on LSD. <laughs> Sorry about the typos. I hope you're not Can driving that motorcycle. Wait, no. Let's just stay on and see how how many under the influence super chats we can oh, get. Heidi Ho oh, well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to share a I conversation. I hope my parents are still watching. I'm sure they went to bed, but I hope. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to share a conversation that I just had. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. 
That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. With one Denise Salcedo in the DMs as this show is going on. Uh, Denise Denise. just messages me, the wonderful Denise, who I don't actually dislike you guys. We actually like each other. She says, someone sent me a super chat tonight to tell me to tell you to unblock them. (laughs) (laughs) I just got it too. Was it Heidi Ho 77? I want to go block Heidi Ho 77 for no reason now. (laughs) Oh, poor Heidi Ho. Can I block them and then... Heidi, will you send five super bucks chat? out of it? We're gonna get yeah, a donation to Nami. Uh, oh, RN4L about to go four and zero this Monday. Meh, we'll see. David says, "Not me being a Browns fan, watching you guys talk about football." <laughs> it's listen. It's been a while. It's been about five or six years since I've been able to to talk about being happy about football. Uh, the, the beginning of the Andy Dalton, AJ Green era had me very happy. Luis says. Ill baseball season for me, guys. Because of our back when Glocks were man. Now, as a, <laughs> as a baseball fan, and I, baseball was like my first first love. I me loved too. baseball growing up. Um, but the Reds having just an above five hundred season is very good for me. I'm like hell yeah, give me that. And Joey Votto at two hundred and thirty four years old, nine hundred and seventy five uh, dingers. Yeah. I'm going to see what I blocked Heidi Ho for. That's what I want to know. I want the tea I'm gonna find about out. why. I'm going to find out why. It doesn't look like we've... Oh, okay. I typed in... Let's see. This is the best. So I have seen at some point he has tweeted hashtag Denise will shit her pants. Which I love. Not everybody tweets. He's already that. on my good good side there. Well, for there's a pretty long conversation there, but I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. He's interacting with some suspended accounts. Uh oh. I mean that, that ain't on him. They could have got suspended for any number of reasons, but I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to go back and look. Maybe it was a quote tweet. Could have been one of those quote tweets. Could have been. Oh, man. This could be like a video game. Please don't block me. Drunk me (laughs) got me canceled. I don't know. I'm just going to keep hanging this bait out there while you keep sending us money, dude. I'm just robbing you blind. I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate all of you who also subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I know I've given you all the hard sell. (laughs) promise you guys are going to like that USA Network story that I dropped. Uh, at the beginning of the month, we always have a bunch of cancellations that roll over. Help us get those back. Help us get back above 4,000. It means a lot. I'm going to have some uh, interesting news on Bray Wyatt this weekend. Saw your wrap this up and says, as an Atlanta sports fan, what does happiness feel like? Still recovering from Kate's Braves dunk on Twitter. <laughs> Buddy, when I grew up, it was good to be an Atlanta sports fan. Okay, it was- but here's what happened. Cast from Body Slam was like, Braves clinch the division. And I was like, yeah, you guys love clinching the division and not winning because I'm a Yankee fan. And I beat them. I beat them because I was on the team in 96 and 97 and 99. Because it's true. The Braves always win the division and then do nothing for it. So I didn't mean to drunk hurt your feelings, but facts are facts. And you can laugh at me when we inevitably lose to the Rays or the wildcard game. Francisco Cabrera can only do too much. Uh, 
Oscar says, don't do it, Sean. Oh, I did unblock him. I already unblocked the fella. Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts says, Heidi Ho going. Go <laughs> broke with all the fleas. <laughs> He's going to have to settle for that, that like B grade LSD. But guys, thank you all so much. Please check out Grapsity Podcast, noon Eastern here on Fightful. Righteous Reg, William Washington, Phil Lindsay. You guys are going to love this show. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to have these people as a part of the Fightful family now. Make sure you guys check it out. Kate, what do you got going on? Oh my gosh, well, I can talk again. So that's exciting. So we're starting with that. I don't I just muted Kate. She can't talk now. I'm just kidding. There you go. Rude. Wrong show. <laughs> I was just going to give you flowers because for some reason you have allowed me. <laughs> Stephen Jensen. <laughs> 1 p.m. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, at 1 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> I thought it was noon. It originally was noon, but Jeremy okay. had to move it. And since he is doing okay. this for us for some reason, I don't know even why or how this started, but we're going to watch Little Big League, which is like the most underrated great baseball movie. Um, and we're going to do a watch along on the Twitch. So go to twitch.tv backslash Fightful Gaming and watch Little Big League with us. At 1 p.m. Eastern on Monday, it's like going into the playoffs. There's never a better time to watch baseball movies. So that's what I'm doing on Monday. Yes. I was uh, also going to start my morning match on Monday, but I'm going to suspend that because I'm getting my voice back. We'll talk about that later time. Tuesday, Sour Graps with Alex Pulaski. I'm going to be back in full force. Oh, my gosh. So much to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Wednesdays, I'm on the Mark Order podcast. Emily, I love you. Also, she's going to suspend her morning match because she likes suspenders. <laughs> you know. It was a very brief phase. I'll try and find a picture of it. For the ruckus. Why can't I do this ever? You, you, you've ruined it. You've ruined it, damn it. You've I'm ruined it, damn it. I can't plug myself right. Wednesdays at the Mark Order Podcast at Mark Order Pod. Fridays, hanging out with Sean right here. Still able to talk when he doesn't mute me. Still getting mansplained too. <laughs> for SmackDown, AW Rampage goodness. Hang out with us all the time. Guys, thank you all so much. Shop.fightful.com as well. Check out all of our great merch. We're out. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration. And Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.